Hey, welcome to episode 63 of Bo Knows Stuff with Dr. Christian Marshall. He is the founder or co-founder of Tribeca Physical Therapy. I almost opened a CrossFit gym in Tribeca. We could have been neighbors, uh, but that's another story for another day. This was a really fun talk. We go through some core values that help guide his system. And Lexi's over here growling at me. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. So we'll get a little doggy interruption. Uh, enjoy the episode. I really hope uh, you get a lot out of it. Please engage. Send your questions over. And uh, if you have ideas for guests you want me to interview uh, and have some great conversations with, let's connect. All right. Hope you get 1% better today and the conversation helps. And Lexi, say bye. Bye. No? Okay. Bye. Unique New York. Unique New York. Here we are. Hey guys, welcome to Bono Stuff. I think this is episode 63. I'll have to double check that. Uh, so we are here with Dr. Christian Martial. Is that how you say your name, Martial? Yeah, Martial. yeah, you can say that. Uh, right. Mar- Marshall, Martial. Yeah, Martial. yeah. <laughs> well, you are coming to us from, are you in Tribeca now? Or you're, are you? Yes, I'm in Tribeca in New York City, yes. Yes, awesome. Coming to you live. <laughs> I am out here in Superior, Colorado. And uh, yeah, Christian and I uh, met with, uh, he has a mastermind group for physical therapists. So he's trying to raise the profession. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, a rising sea brings up all boats, right? That's kind of the, the, the saying. So if we can get the whole profession moving better, it's going to improve everybody's outcomes. It's going to improve the patients, the community, and hopefully we can make, make this crazy healthcare system a little bit better. So uh, I'd love to hear a little bit of how uh, you started Tribeca Physical Therapy there in New York City, one of the most competitive markets in the world. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you have going on there. Okay, Uh, first of all, thanks for having me here. It's really a pleasure to be um, part of your podcast uh, and, you know, be able to reach, um, you know, your audience. So Tribeca Physical Therapy was born uh, through a friendship of uh, over a decade between me and my um, co-founder, business partner, best friend, um, Dr. Monica Salio. So we've been friends and co-workers for over a decade. You know, she was she started as my boss and then we switched roles in another practice. I became the boss, but it didn't stop us from um, making the business successful and uh, practicing how we want to practice. So uh, we always make it, you know, very like successful practice. And, you know, when the when the vision of that uh, company goes a different way and we're not going to that um, same, um, you know, point anymore that we, dis- we started with, uh, that's when Tribeca Physical Therapy was born. Awesome, how long ago was that? It was uh, five months BC before Corona. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. We'll have to use that. Um, I do need to correct myself. As you were talking, I did double check. We are on episode 63 of this fun show. You mentioned vision. We talked about vision. I would love to hear uh, the vision that you guys started with and, and has that changed and evolved over time? Or uh, can you share that vision of Tribeca Physical Therapy? would love to hear that. 
Yes. Yeah, so the vision of Tribeca Physical Therapy is to change people's perception on how physical therapy is. That you don't need to get injured to have physical to uh, see a physical therapist. Um, we want to we want people to like see how valuable it is to see uh, a good or you know, in other words, great physical therapist. That if imagine the wor- a world where each individual has their own physical therapist, the world would be in a so much better place. I obviously couldn't agree with you more. I was actually at a continuing education course this weekend and we did touch on that concept. I wanna give them credit of, yeah, we're one of the only professions uh, where it's not to have that person there for, you know, forever and invariably, right? come see me, you know, twice a year for your checkup. And, and uh, if, if you have something go wrong with your teeth, the same thing with your general practitioner, your primary care physician, uh, you know, the, if you have a specialist that you probably have that specialist for the rest of your life. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's, it, it'd be phenomenal and totally along with uh, my, my mission. And I do think, I don't want to, I don't want to call you out here on, on a live show, but uh, I think mission and vision, you, you, you sounds like you're talking more about a mission. Yes, is the mission. Yeah, the mission. Uh, yeah, by definition. So uh, I don't. I, I'm sure some business-minded person would would be happy to leave that comment. That so I'll go ahead and beat them to the punch, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> so along those lines, again, if you could share your core values, you mentioned that in in our pre kind of chat, and I'd love for you to share um, some of those core values uh, along the lines of that mission uh, that that are going to help again maybe guide guide us forward as a profession and as you guys as a clinic. And again, I think, uh, you know, I think you guys are a great example of where most clinics should be going. So I'm really excited for some PTs out there and for the general public to hear kind of the back, the backside, the back end of, of what, you know, where we could be going as a profession. So, uh, let's jump over to core values. Yeah. So before, before I jump into core values, um, another vision or like, you know, like the vision that I always tell people is we wanted to be to open 21 location in 10 years. So that's like a bold vision that we have. And each of that um, location, a physical therapist would be a, a co-owner, a partner. So in that way, you know, they would have a sense of ownership. They would really, you know, give them all and, and not just, you know, and learn how to be a business owner, or, you know, if a manager, whatever they want to do. So with that, you know, we, uh, you know, the the basis of how we create this um, this uh, twenty one location is um, through shared core values, and we, and in Tribeca Physical Therapy we have seven that we uh, we post on our wall to remind us that this is why, you know, we're we're here. This is what we believe in. Every decision that we make would be based on this core values, and um, there are seven of them. And so the first one is trust. Second one is respect. Third one is inspiration. Uh, fourth one is balance. Balance is something that you create. And then um, excellence, C's for collaboration. Um, collaboration is multiplication. That's why we started the uh, mastermind uh, PT, you know, and, uh, and authenticity, be you, everyone else is taken. So that seven core values, is actually uh, it spells Tribeca. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if you if you ask our uh, colleague, our new hires, um, you know they should know that they should know those core values. 
clever, clever. I like it. Good wordplay and all that. Um, why twenty-one? What's is there a special thing behind that number? Or um, it's something um, spiritual that uh, you know my um, my creative mark marketing uh, manager discovered. I did it through computation, you know, through math before when I was doing the business model. So yeah, that will probably be an unfolded in the future. Nice. You guys are still on the one location though, right? 20 more to go. Yes, we have, we're looking, we're looking at the Upper East Side location and also maybe opening another one in the same building that we have. Mm -hmm. So yeah, especially now this is a good time to uh, find uh, a new space because New York City is, you know, has a very high uh, um, Turn, turnover inventory. That... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of change. It's an interesting time for sure. And yeah, hopefully uh, again, you know, it's a crazy last year and a half or so. And, and that is something I've always uh, been, been saying in these conversations that we all have is, is hopefully this is an opportunity to, to reset for the better. Um, so yeah, hopefully you guys, you know, are, are doing that and, and it gives you the opportunity to make change. And, you know, the, the kind of saying in, in some of these spaces is the cream will rise to the top. So, you know, hopefully, uh, that, that we see that with you guys for sure. Um, so oh, jumping over to one thing that you mentioned in, in your statement, there is, uh, physical therapy being something that is not just for injuries, right? So. Uh, tell us a little more about that and, and how do we build toward that vision? So, you know, like for our patients, once they um, they come to us, they see the bigger picture. Like, uh, let me give you an example. Uh, a Columbia professor came to us for the very first time, so like on his uh, 50s. And he never had physical therapy in his life. Um, he had like a case where uh, his... Um, his kneecap is, uh, whenever he extends it, it's going to the left or the right, so it's unstable. And he has, has that problem for, you know, the longest time. And then he had his evaluation, and then he got better quick, and then he went through, like, the exercises that we gave to him, and then help him improve his posture. It's not just the knee that's coming for, it also helps him improve his posture. He understood better, uh, you know, like, um, a lot of different things such as ergonomics, such as, um, you know, good proper body mechanics, uh, proper way to exercise, understanding the body in a deeper level. And since we do clinical Pilates, it was like done in a, in a, you know, in a lens of a physical therapist. So he was like amazed, like, and then he, he, uh, he said what my mission was uh, earlier. And he said that all people should have a good physical therapist. And with that, you know, he was able to um, ride his peloton better, uh, do soul, uh, soul cycling, you know, like so much more efficient. Now he can run better. Um, now he can distinguish what shoes he needs to wear in, in certain um, activities. So, you know, for us, we always tell our clients, our patients that we try to inject, you know, like our almost a decade of, um, of, uh, of education and experience in an hour, in every hour. That's why for us, it's very important that we spend one-on-one -on -one for an hour for every patient. Because that would, we learned that that would give us um, 
the best opportunity for us to have the best outcome and experience for each patient that comes to Tribeca Physical Therapy. Yeah, that's the model I shifted to quite a long time ago myself. And, and uh, you know, I saw early on that if you're in the, the traditional, if we want to call it physical therapy model, that's insurance based, which requires, and I don't know if you, you're familiar, you might be more familiar with the statistics. I remember the last time I spoke with a few folks in New York City based on reimbursement rates, you needed 2.4 patients an hour just to break even on most uh, kind of real estate anywhere near Manhattan, uh, which is where you are. So I don't know if that number's changed, but it, it, it's definitely makes it hard to work with that insurance model and, and, and to provide the outcomes that we're talking about here, right? So uh, that is something I want to step back on here for a second and say, do you think physical therapy overall, based on, you know, you, you're trying to make that change from your clinic, from your own marketing. Are you involved with the APTA? Is this something you think that we can change on, on a bigger picture concept? I think that's something that we have as a problem is our marketing as mm -hmm. a profession. So I don't know, is that something you're just trying to change? I, I you know, we, we did the collaboration of, uh, you know, physical therapists, we can help you, you know, you get the Corona injection, the vaccine. Uh, here's some things you can do because we are the musculoskeletal experts. And I think mm -hmm. that that has gotten lost in a lot of ways. So yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you feel the, the profession is marketed currently. And, and is this something you're just, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna be the change I wanna see in the world, or is there something we can be doing on, on a bigger picture scale? So yes, I'm part of the APTA. I'm also part of the PPS, uh, private practice section. I, um, I wish I was more active, but I, I really, appreciate and like um try to like make use of all the resources the pps uh, private practice section um gives um i think in terms of the physical therapist um i think if we change our mindset on you know on how business and healthcare should be i think that can help uh she, it, that can help deliver the message clearer to the public that you need us. You need us for any musculoskeletal problem. We should be the first um, number one choice because um, for so many reasons, the least side effects, more cost efficient, um, we make better relationships, so many reasons. So yeah, yeah if also, you know, whatever, what I've experienced is, you know, when I started the Mastermind PT, and this is why also, you know, I'm very grateful that I've, you know, we've done that and you were part of it too. We were able to share, we were able to um, talk, not just clinically, but also how, you know, we can better our practices and model them to other practices um, that we are helping each other become more successful. You know, because like I, I told um, Helen Kim when I first, when she said she's going to open her clinic and I, I was said I'm going to open my own. I told her, even if we have the same um, clientele, the market is too big for, for us to see everyone. Right. So at some point, I need to refer to you and you need to refer to me because we know that we provide the best service. So yeah, if, if, if that kind of mindset is going to be, um, you know, injected to all physical therapists, 
you know, it's it's going to up our profession. For sure, for sure. I think that there's a recent study and it was a webinar I, I attended early in the lockdown, COVID lockdown, and it was provided by Evidence in Motion, which is a very fun group that they, again, focus a lot on what the research says. And they cited a study showing that uh, when it comes to low back pain, which over 80% of the population will be affected by at some point in their life and cause at least a week of disability, however we want to define all that, uh, they showed through this big, uh, I forget, it was, it was in the thousands uh, survey of who would you go see first for your low back pain. And I believe the top three answers were uh, chiropractors, massage therapists, and orthopedic surgeons, uh, the, the actual general practitioner, I think acupuncturists were in that mix and then physical therapists. So we were not doing so good as a profession as far as provider of choice, which is something when I was a student back in 2005, six, seven, uh, that it was something we were talking about becoming that provider of choice for all musculoskeletal conditions. I know there are some folks in the profession who work. I miss those uh, New York sirens you got going in the back there. Um, <laughs> the, the, Every day, baby. <laughs> it, it, like, it puts me to sleep. It's my, uh, it's my white noise. I miss it. Um, but coming back to it, yeah, the, 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 that thing that, again, as a profession, I think we're, we're kind of missing the boat. Uh, and and it's, it's frustrating because, uh, like you said, we, we have the evidence and we, we can provide the best outcomes. And again, people are going to personal trainers before, before us, people are going to all these different, uh, the, you know, uh, professions that I listed just now. Um, and, and yeah, the question is, can we elevate those around us, our colleagues, uh, to, to hopefully, you know, bring the, the, uh, the, the profession up. Do we need to get our names in rap songs? Cause I hear, I've heard a lot of rap songs where it says, you know, I'm back like a chiropractor. Uh, people associate back pain with chiropractic. And again, the, the chiropractors are very good and they've been very good for well over a hundred years at, at marketing themselves. Whereas we as physical therapists are like, we'll wait for you to be hurt. And that's been what it is. Um, and, and now it's like, we have this doctoral level ed education, but we don't have the marketing behind it. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just, uh, I'm just kind of freestyling. I don't, I don't think we're going to come up with the top solution here today, but, um, it is it, definitely an interesting conversation. And I don't know if you have other thoughts on, on how we can continue to elevate that in, in the public eye, other than again, doing an amazing job for individuals and, and educating them on the fact that PTs, if you sprain your ankle, Go see your PT first. Don't don't wait. You know, don't waste a lot of time going to the emergency room or going to see your general practitioner and then getting an X-ray, maybe an MRI. Like we can save you a lot of time, money, cost um, to the whole system, and to you. Even if you have insurance that's covering it, it's costing the entire system a lot of money. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know if you have other thoughts on on that whole problem that we're facing. I guess just like you know, um, really clarifying that the message of um of your business of your practice if um if you say that this is what we stands for this is what we believe in and uh you know you're not just telling your client your clientele you're also telling your colleagues that you know um you know this is what we do this is what we believe in you know we should be open-minded um, and this is what the, you know, the, the clients need cause it came from them. Um, so, you know, like strengthening that message, uh, I'm sure it will reach, um, you know, 
uh, our, our colleagues, our physical therapy friends as well. Um, that's also how I explained it to our, you know, our new colleagues who joined us. So, you know, when we started our practice a year and a half ago, or um, yeah, almost two years ago, it was just me and, and Dr. Monica. Now we're four. You know, we're, we hired two more um, therapists to join our group. It's because of that messaging. Because you know, this is why we this is why we do what we do, and it's how we're gonna be in the future. And then, if you want to come join us on our bus, we're gonna bring you to point A, to point B, or sometimes we're gonna you know we're gonna fly and you know all those things, all those good stuff. So, yeah, I think clarify you know like being very clear with the messaging um, and like you said this. As much, as much marketing as we can and then sharing our, our mission and vision to everyone especially, uh, and hopefully um, you know, our colleagues, our physical therapy colleagues would you know, hear and actually pay attention to what we're trying to do, then our profession would like you know, go in, in another level, in the next level. Yeah, uh, so I do want to kind of push on that and ask you, what, what are you guys doing? I'm looking at your social media now. I like your your fitness challenge of can you stand for an hour without slouching or without pain? Uh, what type of sleeper are you? And mm-hmm. the, uh, are you able to lift 20 pounds without pain? Um, what 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 are those like? Kind of some of the 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 ways you're you're pushing to the community um, to to try to connect there. Are there other ones um, that that maybe we're missing or you have coming up in the in the near future? I'd love to hear more on how you're talking about or trying to push the wellness, the preventative, the prehab, prehab uh, any any of those kind of programs you guys have in place? Yeah, this actually came from a PPS. It's one of their like marketing tool that um, if you remember, you can use it, the fit factor. So it, it measures like your fitness level. So obviously if you're not fit on, um, on certain um, uh, categories, then you know, there's the chance that you get injured in, you know, on your on some chosen sports. So it's just like it's a fun way when you when you have a challenge, it's a fun way to like engage people um, and make them aware of like, all right, I'm not injured, but if I do certain things, if I run half marathon and my ankle is not moving on the proper dorsiflexion or my or my heel is not. Um, you know, it's not mobile enough. It's not doing its its movement of inversion or inversion. I might be, you know, coming up with an injury, and that's what a physical therapist can tell you. Prehab. Are you running half a marathon? Are you training? Are you sure you won't get injured? How about you talk to a physical therapist? I know this uh, Dr. Jim Palmer. He does concierge medicine. You know, he comes to your house and and see. It's a marathon runner, and he can tell you all about all things you can uh, think about uh, with long distance running. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, can, so this is a question I've asked a bunch of times in the previous 62 episodes to many of my guests. And I'm curious if your answer was going to line up with that. How do you define the term fitness? Because you mentioned, you know, if they're fit in these categories, how do you define the term fitness overall oh i'm not i was not ready for this you didn't (laughs) okay how do i define fitness um i guess if you're able to uh uh like perform in a very efficient um way without uh difficulty 
then you're 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 fit. Okay. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> How do well, you define it? I I um I'm curious. Uh, I, I, I go a little bit off of the CrossFit definition, so I'll give them credit for it. So it's kind of work capacity over broad time and modal domain. So to your testing concept uh, that, that we were just talking about, uh, I, I like the, again, I, I would certainly choose a different barometer of tests. I understand uh, the PPS is kind of idea behind it. And sometimes I'll, I'll go ahead and call out the physical therapy profession for uh, underloading. And again, you, you put out there, can you lift 20 pounds from the ground now? Yeah. If you can't lift 20 pounds from the ground, uh, that's something we should certainly be building up. I'm confident that if a 75 year old woman who has never touched a weight in her life walks into my clinic, I can get her lifting close to 75 pounds, if not a hundred pounds on that first session. So, uh, in terms of work capacity, that that's, that's one way to find it. The other one I like, and I'll give credit to, um, a physical therapist from New York city, uh, who I had on a recent episode, Strength in Motion, Joe Lavaca, if you're familiar with him. He was over in the Union Square area. Um, he defined it as the ability to adapt. The How well can you adapt to different physical challenges? So um, again, going in line with with your kind of concept of how well do you stand for an hour? Do you mm -hmm. get pain? Uh, so so there's definitely some overlap there. But I, it's, it's interesting because your answer was not too far off from the uh, National Association of Sports Medicine or the National Strength and Conditioning Association, uh, you know, they, they kind of had these ambiguous and, and I don't, don't want to say your, your answer was not phenomenal. I caught you off guard there. But <laughs> um, but but they they published pretty much something like that. That's like, yeah, it's it's your ability to live life and be pain free. And like uh, whereas, again, like that's the one thing that I kind of fell in love with with CrossFit when I first got into it back in 2010, not that the concept of CrossFit or not that everyone should just go into a CrossFit class. That's a whole different conversation, but I like the fact that we can measure, we can talk about multiple tests. We know what is going to improve your quality of life. So that goes to the, the kind of fitness concept we're talking about here. If we, you have improved leg strength, if you have improved grip strength, if you have an ability to get up and down off the ground, mm -hmm. if you have an improved VO two max, these are all things that have been shown to improve your quality of life and your length of life. So it, it, it's fascinating stuff. And again, I, I'm actually doing a TED Talk or preparing a TED Talk that's about redefining the concept of fitness. It's mm -hmm. not just getting on a bike, getting a sweat, and that's the end of your day. Like with, with the Peloton that became so popular during lockdown, um, you know, I want to challenge the public and say, hey, like that's great that you got maybe a little bit measurably better at riding a bicycle. Um, exactly. Maybe that improved your cardiovascular fitness. But let's actually challenge that and do a 12-minute Cooper test, which has standardized uh, data that we can compare to people in your age range, people in your right. weight group, and then see if that number improves over the next 10 years. And if that does improve, then we know, we, we are pretty certain based on evidence that all, all other things being equal, you might live a little longer and you might live a better quality of life and be able to continue to do the things that anyway. Along, I, I took over that little bit. You put. You asked me the question, and something I'm very passionate about, and I'm working on a 18 minute TED talk that I'm trying to narrow down. But, but yeah, the redefining fitness is is something I think that uh, anybody anybody who's promoting fitness wellness, like I think it's important that we do have those conversations and and continue to refine how the public sees it and and how they, again, is it just I have a six pack or is it oh like I can carry. 70 pounds in my right hand, a hundred meters. 
and I can only carry 50 pounds in my left hand for 100 meters, like that's a functional fitness thing. And that's something that if we can figure that out, test it, put it into this system, um, and, and then get you better numbers there, you can measure that over the next, again, the rest of your life. And, and uh, you know, the aging is, is, I just read a book, I'm going to share, I'm gonna, and I'll, then I'll come back to you. Sorry, I'm, uh, you got me excited about these topics, though. Uh, a book called Lifespan by David Sinclair. <laughs> Uh, and the subtitle is why we age and why we don't have to. And he's basically making the argument that aging should be considered a disease. And again, I do think I, you know, back to the original point here is physical therapists are the best aligned to and, and, and best positioned to be the providers of choice to help people age better. Uh, and, and again, it's something that, again, I'm very passionate about. I'm excited about it. And I, I, I love uh, hearing and seeing what kind of wellness programs are out there, uh, where again, it's not just, okay, you have an ACL tear, you had a surgery, let's take you through the protocol. It's okay. You had that. And now let's make sure you're now stronger than you ever have been, first of all. Uh, and, and then we're going to make sure we really do what we can to make sure you don't have another ACL injury. And again, you feel really confident about skiing again or, or whatever. Um, and, and yeah, just have that deeper, longer conversation about quality of life. And, and again, being that musculoskeletal provider. So anyway, I'm going to stop talking because I, I apologize, Christian. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, do, do you have thoughts on that? Do you, do you want to pick? Yeah, absolutely. Like we yeah. have, we have, you know, we have our own um, post uh, discharge program where, you know, our patients can check in uh, with us every month, once a month or twice a month if they are, say playing golf and you know they they just wanted to make sure that they're performing better and again like each visit they learn something new um you know the education part of, of what we do is so so important that you know they do whatever they do best and this is what we do best and that's why they come to us awesome. so the, the 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 care doesn't stop on discharge so aftercare, we're talking about aftercare. Aftercare. Oh, or yeah. Or life, life care. I keep playing around with there we uh, go. There's, there's health care. And, and again, unfortunately, most of the healthcare system does not care about your health. They care about your disease. They care about sick care, symptom care. Uh, and that, that's what we have here in America is, is more of a symptom care system. And yeah, it's, it's going to take folks like us, I think. Health coaches are emerging. Uh, to, to talk about blood work and all these deeper conversations. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes for sure. For sure. I'm yeah. excited about what you guys have going on, those kind of programs, the, uh, the, the aftercare model, if, 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 I, if we can call it that. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for, for sharing all that back end stuff of Tribeca physical therapy. Let us know where uh, folks can find out more info. If they're in New York city, uh, how they can work with you guys, uh, yep. insurance, cash based, Yep. So, um, yeah, so we're located in 225 Broadway, downtown in Tribeca, uh, 27th floor. We have the view of the beautiful Woolworth building. And again, like we're trying to scale to 21 locations. So watch out for that as like a bold uh, statement that I'm doing. But, you know, you have to do it for it to become to, to make it happen. <laughs> um, we are. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Tribeca Physical Therapy. And Facebook, um, and you can contact us at 212-406-8080. And even if you're not in New York City, as long as you have a residence in New York, 
we can do telehealth with you. So that's going to be covered by our license uh, in the New York State. They allow us to see people who are outside New York as long as they have a residence here. So that's something that is um, you guys can keep in mind. Awesome. Very excited, man. Excited to, to keep seeing the evolution, hearing about that next location. Um, maybe we'll open one here in Colorado. I don't know. Absolutely. Don't know. We'll oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll talk. It's superior. Um, <laughs> it is superior. We are superior here. Um, awesome, brother. So thank you again for your time, Christian. And uh, looking forward to our next conversation. And we will sign off, guys. Hopefully, uh, I will throw that last pitch in there. If you enjoy the conversation, look up Christian, reach out, send any questions you have to either of us. If you got 1% better today, make sure to share it with someone else who you think can benefit from it. Uh, don't forget to rate, like, review, all that good stuff. It helps the podcast grow and reach more people and hopefully improve this broken healthcare system that we have. And we're going to leave it all off right. on that sad note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to say, yeah, I actually yeah. have a, a quote to, to like, uh, close this if you don't mind go for it so a healthy man has ten thousand problems to solve a sick man only has one perfect perfect i love that quote i've heard it before and i love it and we will sign off on that guys hopefully uh we can again keep moving everything in the right direction talk to you guys soon get one percent better